This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. My brother. How you doing? You look good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not your first time in our space, right? Second time, and it's honestly been a, such a vibe, man. Such a vibe. Amazing. Did, did they t- did they taste you on the new brand, the Deacon? No, not yet. Not yet. Before but you leave, you got to taste it, all right? I got you. Got you. We don't have enough product to send everybody, so we tell everybody you got to come and see us, and we'll taste you on it. So Absolutely. now, Mac, if you're in the space, you got to taste you. Absolutely, I got you. So, Big Mac. For everybody, um, uh, I'm for your friends. I'm Brett Barish. I own a whole bunch of brands: Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vion, now the Deacon. My past brands: Ace and Doucet. Uh Mac, I get to talk to big, big, notable people—people people that have made it in every single type of industry: sports, entertainment, music, business. Um, it, it, it starts with this self-made mentality. And I ask everybody the same question. What does self-made mean to you? Well, first of all, amazing question. I'll tell you right now, honestly, self-made to me is basically like a concept. It's a, it's a mentality thing. It's what builds character. So for me, self-made, uh, like, obviously I've had a lot of help from a lot of, a lot of my friends, you know, I, I'm like, with me, I had a very close, like tight group. Still do, since like, since I was 14, 15. So it helped me grow and become successful as I am right now because of them. So I like, there was no, there was no me and like, there was no I. It was always, there was always a team with me around. <clears throat> was it, were, were they, and I'm, I'm just imagining it. So tell me, was it just people believing in you? People saying you got to do this, people pushing you out there when you're questioning yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. I had no faith. I honestly had no idea that I could be where I'm at today if it wasn't for them. What do you, what do you, give me some names of people. Tell me some names and what they did. So, uh, uh, very, very close friend of mine, uh, Waldo, uh, basically we started this content creating. So basically he started it. It wasn't even me. COVID just hit. We're out of school. Everybody's off and TikTok is starting now becoming a little bit more trending. So he comes up to me and he says, yo, uh, let me post this video of you on his TikTok. It wasn't, we didn't even, I didn't even have a TikTok. It was his TikTok. And he tells me, uh, is it alright if I post a video of you? And I'm like, eh, you know, you can try, but I don't think we're gonna get anything out of it. So he was like, you know what? He disregarded anything I said and just continued to post. So after he posted the first video, what was the first video? It was literally just me dribbling up the ball, just crossing everybody up. And this was a video back when I was like 16, 17. So it wasn't even a recent video. It was a, it was a video back in the day that he just had saved in his camera roll. So he posts it and it's just me literally just crossing everybody from one end to the other end of the court. And he posts it and it blew up, literally overnight just blew up. So from there, he says, yo, Mac, your video blew up, right? You gotta, you gotta get on this now. I was like, I was still unsure because I already know, you know, these videos tend to happen is like, once in a blue moon, you know, you, you get those one viral vids and then everything just starts. So I was like, I was like, nah, if you want to do, you can go ahead. So he posts another one of me just posting up this, this, this a guy half my size, literally just posting them up and just taking a layup. 
and another vid goes popping, and all the and then he just starts continuing, just posting, posting, and I'm like, and he was like, you got to get on this now, so I'm like, all right, we're in, it's COVID, school's off, and we got nothing to do, I might as well, you know, get in on it, so I start making a TikTok. He actually we use his TikTok account. We switched the name to Mac and Wallow, and we just started uploading all the clips, all the videos that we've had since I was like 17, 18. So it wasn't even like I was making vids. It was just using vids I already had in my camera roll. And then once I posted it, once I posted on TikTok, everything just started blowing up. I started getting DMs from House of Highlights, Sports Center, and that's when. What were you doing at the time? So I literally was doing my master's. I just finished my bachelor's. So I, uh, I bachelored uh, in criminal justice and I was doing uh, criminology. For my master's. What what were you gonna do? I honestly so like I come from a family where it's like my dad's very traditional, very cultural, Middle Eastern family. So my dad is really kind of strict on the the only way to get out is school. So education was really a big key in my household. So what I I was doing my criminal justice and I I wanted to do something where it was like an analyst or like something where I had to analyze like individuals or why, oh, why did he do this crime? Why did he do that crime? Just analyzing. Yep. And so right when I was doing it, COVID stopped. And then they didn't know when, how long COVID was going to take. We didn't know if we were going to go online, if we were going to go back to school. So that little time spend that I had, I just started grinding out the vids. So even we were posting cameras, we started, me and Waldo started going out. We started making vids our own. Could start popping. Social media started Taken, everything was just going by storm so quick. What do you, did you think, I, I'm, uh, did you enjoy it first? Did you enjoy the, the, the notoriety? Did you enjoy kind of watching the numbers? A absolutely. Because uh, who wouldn't? Like, you know, like it was, it, it just very humbling. It was very humbling. It was like, all right, maybe I'm pretty good. Like for a guy my size, you know, maybe I can actually do this. Maybe I can send the message relay take like and, but show others that what 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 like what is it what's the message do, to do what what were you thinking like what can i what that you could do with this change people's minds perspectives on how how sports how anybody can play a sport specifically so when i started when i started getting all this like you know this success and this this support and love and fans and everything people were dming me and it's usually, you know, people who were judged by like the, you know, like the, the quote, don't judge a book by its cover. That's exactly how it was with me. So I would go to the gym or play basketball or whatever it was. And I'd be like, I have next. Sometimes I wouldn't even get next because people would look at me and be like, you can't, you can't play on the score, bro. You, you, you won't compete. You won't be able to do it. But now that I have the platform, I, I have. I can strictly say I'll get on the court and I, I can help the people who don't have a voice to, to, to help them realize that we're just as good as everybody else. It, was there a lane that you saw others in, it doesn't have to be in basketball, but just others doing that you said, okay, we can, I can do this with respect to the sport I love. hundred percent. Like, Absolutely. give me an example. So, When I, when I started playing basketball, right, the whole concept, the whole concept of playing basketball was 
to, or even any any sports in, in this matter, is to basically just give respect where respect is given. So if I give you respect on the court, you got to give me the same respect back. Don't matter what shape, what size, uh, height. It does not matter. Everybody needs to be treated the same on the court. And once I started following this journey of, okay, I'm a big boy hooper, and I had to embrace that. You know, it, it's it's the fact that I'm not a hooper. Like, I, I I know my limits. I won't go out to, like, a D1 college and say, hey, man, I can compete. I, I know my next. limits. Yeah, yeah, or I got next. Like, I know my limits. I know where I can play, and I know where I can't play. But, obviously, it, it doesn't stop me from trying. I always try to, to take one to the next level. So, when I see people messaging me and DMing me and be like, oh, um, uh, you're an inspiration you're a motivation it makes me want to keep going it knows that i'm on the i'm on strive to i'm on the strive on the right lane I'm so what is your, right now, so what does your dad and what does your family think now so obviously they're all very supportive my parents are always very supportive, but at the same time my so like at the same time it's for to them it's not viable yeah like this, this is not it's it, it's hard because growing up with like a middle eastern family it's just it's it's like strict rules to, to, to everything that's being done. So school is the, is the one thing that'll get you out if you really want to make it doctor, police officer, whatever, whatever it, may, it may be. But if I tell them oh, I'm a social media content creator or I, I'm a basketball influencer, to them it's like, okay, but can you sustain a life out of that? You know, can you, can you get and how do you, and, and So how do you answer that? It's hard. <laughs> I, I, for me, I, to make them happy and to make myself happy, right? Because I never want to upset my parents at the end of the day. So I, I, I had to split where I had to put 50%, 50% into both. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to split into both. So I finally just finished my master's, right, to, uh, to like kind of give my parents, you know, the expectations they want. And at the same time, I've been pushing myself on social media harder than I ever have just so I could – exceed my limits and then push myself. So it, it is very difficult, but at one point there's going to be a time where I'm going to have to pick. You got to make, you got to make a decision. Yeah, I'm going to have to make a decision and it's, it's sooner than later. It's, it's coming up, but it's just. So wh why basketball for you? When did that, when did you get that bug? Since I was 13, 14, since JV, since high school, when I tried out for the basketball team and I didn't make it. And that's when I thought I've always liked to be, good at something even if i'm not but i want to get better in so I'll, I'll like so when i tried out for the jv team on my high school team i didn't make it i was like all right i'm not going down like that i gotta try one more time so i grinded i practiced i grinded hard then try out next year I, I i knew i wasn't ready for jv so i tried out for varsity on my senior year and i got i didn't make it to the last cut got cut at the end so that was a heartbroken like moment right there where I was like, all right, basketball might not be it. And then I went to college, and then I just stuck with my with my school stuff. And I just followed through with, you know, my dad. The concept is, you know, just following an education, and that's when COVID came, and everything just started taking off. Uh, who, who was your favorite player growing up? Kobe. That's it. Kobe. Mama mentality. But uh, there's a couple other players where obviously you know i love their game and i respect their game but just kobe had that mamba mentality man that, that, that 
a dog in them. Is is the uh... Is there anybody out there that you're emulating that you see there's a path that that I can be bigger than this? I can, there's a lane I can play in. Not necessarily, only because so like the late and one escalator, yep. right? He he was he was a go a legend, and R.I.P. to him passed away, and he left a legacy. Like everybody knows who escalated. So even when I post videos, we like oh. You remind me of Escalade. But at this point, I just want to build my own lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I want to have my own lane. I want to strive for that lane. And I, I want to, I want to like, send a message to, to all the big boy hoopers. Because now, it's becoming a little bit more common now. You can see all, a lot of big boy hoopers are coming out now on TikTok and Instagram. And they're blowing up. Because now everybody sees that each other that, oh, he could do it. He could. Oh, I can definitely do it. And they're just passing the message around. It's like a full circle. Can, can you see, you know, I look at, I, I interviewed uh, Ronnie 2K. Um, and he's built a lane, you know. He's, 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 he's got his own, you know, he's, he's a character that supports the game. Uh, you know, I interviewed Chris Brickley, who's a great NBA skills coach. Um, but I see the same thing here. It's like you're bringing a different element to, to the sport. A common element to the sport. Can you see that? Do you see that as well? Hundred percent. You know, it's it's something you don't see very often. That, that that's what it is. That's what catches people's eye. Like you can see uh, a six-two skinny, built basketball player, and you can see like millions of those all around the yep. world. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It's a common thing. But you see a three hundred and eighty-pound six-two big boy hooping it up. It's just something rare. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a site where you don't really see very often. So that's why Escalade he built that lane because you've never seen a big guy who can dunk it like that or move the way he moves. So everybody really basically. Has who you most surprised who recognizes you in in basketball? Mark Cuban. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. Him and Shaq were the first two that that really like caught my my. What they what did they hit you directly? So Shaq was the man. Shaq literally uh, called me. He sent me his number, and I FaceTimed him on uh, while he was doing the halftime report show with Dwayne Wade and uh, and uh, the whole the whole crew over there. And he FaceTimed me, and he talked to me. He was like, "Yeah, I appreciate you. I love your videos. Thank you for putting the big boys out there." He was showing a lot of love, so I got to give it to Shaq. He reposted my vids, and. I, Respect where respect is due, man. Jackson How do you decide? In the beginning, I guess, you know, I always use this example in the music space where 99% of every artist's number one hit, they never liked. They didn't think it was to be successful. They didn't, they didn't want to put it out, but it became the number one hit. In the beginning, since you weren't posting it, you didn't give a shit. Somebody else was doing it. Yeah. So how do you... How do you decide today, or maybe you don't care what goes out because you don't know? Now, uh, my perspective definitely changed from beginning to how it started to how it is now. Because now you gotta, you gotta, gotta realize now that a lot of people are are doing what you're doing now. So yep. now that you, you, so basically, when I started, right, there wasn't a lot of big boy overs. So basically, when you set up the tone or you set out your own lane everybody else is seeing what you're doing and building their own lane as well 
So now I have to realize what can I do different to make my my um, social media content creating whatever it is to the next level. Now I gotta up it up a little. I gotta like change it up. I gotta add some stuff. Add a I try to add a lot of humor, a lot of comedy in it. So it'll it'll always be engaging. You know, I'm always trying to engage new uh, followers, new viewers, because you don't want you always you don't want to do what everybody else is doing now. Especially how everybody's on the come up now. You don't want to be doing the same thing. You want to be different than everybody else. Does it put stress on you? Does it make it? Does it make it not as fun? Not as easy? It becomes a job. Yeah. <laughs> it, it becomes a little bit a little bit more difficult. You got you get to worry about a lot of stuff, a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. Uh, I post a video. Sometimes videos don't do good, and you got to understand that. You know, I had to I had to learn it the hard way because when, especially when. Uh, when I like when the videos were popping since the start, and now how they are now, you already gained the viewership that you needed off the start. You already got that spark, so you already you reached the the highest, the peak, and now you're basically in the middle, just gradually growing, right? But you you always you always want to have that peak because that's that's just when it's that's when you feel real good about yourself. But so are we gonna get? You, did you see what we did with the two hype guys down in Atlanta at Rick Ross's house? Yeah. So are we gonna get you down there? Oh, hope, hope I'm ready. I'm ready to hoop and take on anybody. Yeah, I, 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 hey, Ross is my, a big boy hooper. Yeah, I, that's why I respect him. Any any big boy hoopers out there, they have my 100% respect. Honestly, that's that's what builds character. I love it. Anybody who can get on the court, nobody can tell you otherwise, man. I can compete. Obviously, you know, not NBA D1 level, but I can compete. You know, I hold myself to a pretty good standard. The NBA approached you? No, but I've done a lot of stuff with the New York Knicks, where I've done like a lot of collabs, where I've went to the venue. Uh, I've had a had recently a, a, an ESPN uh, thing where I was dressed like Santa Claus and I was giving out gifts. So very memorable, very, very humble. And so from from uh, from keeping the movement going and building your lane, like you said, like what do you think of? What do you think about now? How do you transition this into something bigger that 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 can be your leap into? You know what? Uh, there's no going back. I love this. I love what I'm doing. I'm going to stick to this. And it honestly, depends on like the. It's the amount of work you put in, right? The the, the more success you'll gain in return. So, if I keep doing this fifty-fifty thing, I don't think I'll ever reach my full to the, like. I won't. I won't reach the max potential. Yep. So it's so at that point it's it's going to be a decision where I have to like follow through and I have to go 110% and never look back. I got to and honestly, you know, I I had this conversation with my family. I told them that now that I got my master's diploma, it's not going to go anywhere, you know. I'll, yeah, I'll no, it's there. It. It's there forever. I'm always going to have it in my back pocket, but social media and content creating, it's never going to be there, you know, always. Yep. If I don't if I give it up, I gotta, well, I gotta see it all the, the way The best decision, I, I, you don't know anything about me, but the best decision I ever made was, is uh, one day in my thirties, I finally, I said, "Fuck it, I got us." I have so many ideas, but I never chose anything. So many ideas, but never chose anything. And the best thing I ever did is one day I just made the decision: I have to pick something, and I'm gonna fucking stick with it. And it's been 22 years since, and I'm loving it. Um, but it's, it's, you gotta shit or get off, you know, you gotta, you gotta make that decision because if not all in, you, you can't give either, either, no yeah. one's going to win.
Yeah. That's exactly what it comes down to. And it's got to be done sooner or later for sure. Um, I'm a big fan. I, I love people who create their own space, who create their own lane, who create their own vision. Um, it shows, it, it just is, uh, you know, good for you and, and having your team behind you and people that support you because they, they see it as well. And, and you need that camaraderie. It's awesome. Um, Big Mac, if there's anything I can do for you, uh, please ask. I'd love to get you down on Ross's court, so we'll make that happen. We'll do for something sure. with the two hype guys again, which I'd love to do. Absolutely. But I'd love to meet you. I want to meet you. I want to meet everybody. I want to I want to have a good time. Oh, we will. Time. Basketball's my sport. My my guy was my, my favorite player growing up was Isaiah. I loved Isaiah. I saw him play in high school when I was a little kid. My dad used to take me to the games. I saw Doc Rivers play in high school when I was a little kid. Uh, but those were old school names. Old school I, names. I, they still got the respect, man. Doc Rivers. Oh, and when I interviewed like Bugsy Moogs, oh, my gosh. That was, uh, you know, talk about a guy who's carved out a lane for himself. That was amazing. And, but I love, again, people who just, you know, they're cutting their own swap and doing it their way. And it's an amazing feeling. It really is. It really is. But I Wish you the best of everything, Mac. Anything I possibly do, ask. Keep drinking. Keep having fun. Keep giving us what you what, what, that authenticity that's you. All right. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, bro. everybody. Thanks, self-made. Thank you, Mac. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody.